Welcome to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors 2 podcast. Recorded in Central Texas. Broadcasting to the world. Join your hosts and their weekly guests for insight, advice, guidance, and ideas to help your ministry flourish and help you take care of yourself. Now, with a combined 35 years of ministry experience, your hosts, Jacob Taylor and Jeremy Hellums. That's right, we're back. Uh, It's not quite uh, consecutively two weeks in a row, but because of Jeremy's schedule and uh, technical issues with his microphone uh, being outdated, even though I've told him he needs to upgrade to XLR (laughs) over and over, uh, he still hasn't. So, I, I think it was a trusty microphone. And it worked great. And honestly, episode two, episode, sorry, season one, episode two, which was the previous show. No, I recorded on it. Season two, episode one. Did I say it wrong? Yeah, you did. It's all right. All right. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, Either way, the last episode, the previous episode was recorded on this outdated ancient microphone. And apparently it uh, it won't be recognized by a Mac or a Windows machine that I have. And so here we go. Yeah. And it's weird because we bought that in, what, 2020 when COVID started? Yeah. Yeah, it's not even that old old of a microphone. Yeah, we definitely, that's crazy. It has to be something that you can, I don't know, change your settings to. It's probably a driver and or you know how they release these new iOSs like they're candy every other Tuesday. Yeah. And so, you know, whatever updates not there is not working. So Yeah, my phone up, up, up updated overnight and it's like I don't even like the new update. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, do you remember when it did that update and the Safari browser uh search bar or the URL bar went to the bottom of Safari? Yes. Um, and everyone was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. well, I mean, you can put it back if you want. I mean, some people liked it, but I mean, it wasn't like, it's not a permanent change. You can put it back, but I don't know why they like forced that, um, URL bar being at the bottom, you know? I mean, yeah, I don't, I haven't even figured everything out that just happened to my phone overnight. <laughs> all I know is one, all my, uh, notifications are popping up at once. And then really, and the clock is really big. So if you know how to fix that, let me know. But I'm, I'm not very good with cell phone technology anymore. So, hmm. uh, I mean, I'm, I think this is an iPhone 12 and I haven't really upgraded since and haven't, well, really you know what it is, right? What's that? It's, it's because you're getting older and the iPhone knows you're older, the, the bigger, the fonts are going to get as you get older. <laughs> all right well anyways mine's not that big but it's bigger than it was like before the yeah what are the latest what is, i think they're on is like 16 or something now yeah whatever they're on it's like every other day they drop one so anyways well you doing okay jacob yeah it's been a eventful week i'm to be honest last week when we tried to record on monday I was like knee deep in a, uh, I'll be honest. I took apart our front of house sound system last week, starting on Monday. And, uh, I stopped it 
so we could record and then we couldn't get anything working for you. But uh, I was. And, and just a side note, the soundboard that Jacob has at his church is larger than the door on Titanic. Like Jack could have survived if they had that soundboard floating out there in the Atlantic. Half the boat could have could have been on top of the soundboard. Uh, it's, it's it's huge. I've hmm. it's it's like a studio soundboard, like you see in like yeah. a studio. Yeah. And like it's just massive. But we were trying to better our online uh sound and <coughs> our we we weren't reaching like we for some reason we weren't getting signal for our bass guitar and so I just said okay since I wasn't here when it was put together I'm gonna take it apart put it back <laughs> together and we I labeled everything and it I started Monday and did not finish until Thursday morning. So wow. it was I was nervous last week. I was nervous on Sunday <laughs> Uh, yesterday when we went and started rehearsal and I was like, okay, everything's good. So, but did you use any zip ties or duct tape? I did not. Oh, I wanted, I, I was going to go buy zip ties so I could, uh, you know, wire management. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. But I ended up, they had like, uh, straps already on these, some of these XLRs and stuff that I just strapped to each other and gotcha. Uh, live stream was better yesterday other than, uh, our microphone in the baptism, and that is another thing that I started working on today. Almost mm. got stuck. So I, there's a little tiny door underneath our stage. So I crawl in there to trace down. There's an XLR plug-in connect, like right in the wall next to the baptistry, and I found the, uh, you know, the Price is Right mic that, you know, uh, you, oh, yeah. you can plug into. And I was like, I'm going to plug this in, but I didn't know where, if it's even plugged in still. So I crawled in there and, um, I got wedged in between some two by fours and, (laughs) and I was like, I am not calling the fire department to get me out of here. So I, (laughs) I just sucked it in and (laughs) yeah, it was not a good situation this morning. I was sweating and I got nervous. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to put this project on hold and started something else, but. Yeah. Is that is that area of the stage now unstable, uh, or is it still it's still structurally sound? There? I would not do a silent disco on top, <laughs> but there's enough two by fours. So I think it'd be all right. That uh, probably, probably that stage right. was overkill. Like the structural of it underneath is, uh, yeah. And we're Drop. we're gonna try to take it down anyways. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, life's been crazy. Uh, yeah. What about you? Where you been? What have you been doing since you've been full time? Your schedule is like. I have been. I've been really busy. Um, like I came into the office the March first and second, and then spring break, we did a uh, we did a movie at the. I uh, rented a theater out. We had like fifty three people in a in a fifty seat theater. Oh. And. And then on Wednesday, we took 29 kids to Enchanted Rock. And I came in on Thursday and then in the weekend. Well, then uh, this was it last week was like my very first full week, if you will. And uh, it just seemed like there was meeting and planning and and just stuff happening like all four days. I mean, um, and then today, um, just getting a little bit of Wednesday prep knocked out. 
and then meeting and meeting. And then I went and saw a couple of our students, a few of our students are part of this mock trial. That was pretty cool. The only thing missing was like a muscled up, you know, bailiff. But uh, otherwise, it was very cool. The students uh, participated. One of them was a prosecutor. Uh, one of them was a witness. And and the other one was, I think, the defendant. So uh, very, very cool. And uh, and here I am now. I just ate a bowl of homemade soup that my wife made. And I am feeling good. Well, all right. <laughs> TMI? No, I mean, I'm. it's interesting that your students are doing like oj trials or whatever um i think i think they're mock trials i don't think oj was involved mm, did the glove fit? <laughs> the question is did the glove fit you know i distinctly remember watching the news coverage of that white bronco going down the freeway in california and just that's oj that's oj that's oj and having no idea what was happening but man that was like my first, like get major, maybe one of my first major news memories of watching it live on TV. So do you, do you remember that? No, I was a uh, infant. Uh, what year was oh. that? 90, 94, oh. 93, whatever, whatever. I know it was around the time Tupac was, uh, uh, shot the first time, I believe. Really? Um, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong. I, I don't know my Tupac history. Uh, but I remember no. No, but he's he's on a lot of T-shirts lately. I mean, the amount of Tupac T-shirt wear by uh, Gen Z is highly popular. Have you noticed? Well, they sell them at Target. I uh, actually bought one. Oh. Um, yeah, they have like Tupac and Biggie and uh, like Snoop Dogg. And I mean, I know Snoop Dogg's still around. But yeah, I think some of these actually... One of my students from the other church, she was real into Tupac. I was yes, like, I remember that. I was like, do you just wear that shirt because it's cool or do you just, do you no, she's like, no, I listen to Tupac. I'm like, wow. Like one. Mm, You're 13. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and two, it was like, how did, like, how do you get involved in that? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say involved because you don't want people involved in like Tupac lifestyle, but just like, how do you do? You don't just stumble across Tupac. You have to like search it. Maybe it was a recommendation on their Spotify playlist. Mm. Is that a thing? I don't. I don't use Spotify, so. Oh, my bad. I'm a Apple Music person. Oh, yeah, I know that. That is a non-pay-for ad. I mean, it could be if uh, <laughs> they want to help. They do. We do want your help, Apple Music, to resize our uh, logo. Our graphic for our or refresh our RSS feed or whatever the problem is for our Apple's uh, Apple podcast uh, graphic because we're still on the original graphic that looks like Jeremy made out of clip art. I think it was clip art. Yeah, <laughs> that was back in 1992. Yeah, so we were already planning this. <laughs> Somebody just looked through the window. I'm like, mm. <laughs> so yeah, so. We are going to talk about something that we've talked about before in the past, but Jeremy went on a conference, what, two weeks, three weeks ago? Yeah, like, what was it, March 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, something like that? I think we came home the, the 9th. Yeah, maybe it wasn't Friday. Friday was the 9th, so it was the 6th or the 9th, and, uh, you know, came on staff and 
kind of knew they were about to go to this conference, but apparently it originates in like the, the lead pastor went to this exponential conference last year and really, really loved it. And he went by himself. And then I guess through whatever, you know, he just felt like I want the staff to join me. And so eight of us uh, flew to Orlando, Florida, to the exponential conference at First Baptist Church, Orlando. And man, we just had a wonderful, wonderful experience. Um, if you've never been to First Baptist Orlando, it's a it's a beautiful auditorium. Um, I don't know if all of the the lights and the smoke and the LED walls were FBC Orlando's, but either way. They had they had it up all really nice, and uh, it was a wonderful worship experience, as uh, as well as teaching time. They had breakout sessions, and um, you know I would definitely go back. It was it was good stuff. Maybe I can uh, jump on board with you next next uh, time around. Uh, one, I've always wanted to be go to Florida. Uh, just this is one of my things that I want to do, but. And main, mainly to go fishing, but uh, if you can add a little bit of work in there too, I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, besides going to the conference, I really wanted to see an alligator. You know, not like a like a not like a zoo alligator, but like a, a in the wild alligator, or maybe we swerve around one on the highway, or just like on the side of the road with its mouth open, with like a a bird inside it or something. I don't know. You know, just that's what I want. I want to see an alligator. I hope I hit the right button here. Nope. No. 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 Womp, womp, womp. Is that what you're looking for? This is what I'm looking for. Wait. Wait for it. Wait for it. What are you talking about? (laughs) Why would you go... Why would your first thought of going to Florida be, hey, I want to see an alligator on the streets? Like, well, mostly because I love critters. I just love seeing critters. Those are not critters. (laughs) 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 They're not critters. I mean, I wasn't going to get out and like touch it or anything. I would definitely take a photo, not a selfie, a photo. But I just, I just like seeing, seeing critters. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. like I love, like, I like, man, there was, I used to be at this one place, saw a mountain lion. Uh, I've seen, I've seen bobcats in the wild. I've, you know, you see raccoons and possums and squirrels and, you know, stuff like that. And I just, I don't know, just to see one. Right. Oh, I love red tail hawks too. But anyways, alligator, I wanted to see an alligator. I mean, cause like, I mean, a few years ago, wasn't there one like at Disney? There was an alligator at Disney, like one of the lakes and one of the resorts, and oh. it had a it had a kid's leg in its mouth, and somebody came over and rescued it. Do you remember that story? I don't think they rescued the kid. Way to bring down the mood. Nope, wrong one. Nope. <laughs> I should really label these. You should label. Jacob's got a sound effect board now. He's got all these cool toys, and um. You know, for those of you who don't know, we record separately. I'm in Georgetown and he's in Manshack, Texas. And uh, he's got this awesome soundboard that's got these cool sound effects. Apparently, he needs to label it. Yeah, because those would have been epic, like, <laughs> drop-ins. But anyway. Well, either, either that or we need a producer. Uh, yeah, yeah. But What's Kevin doing? 
He's off on Mondays. So, oh well, never mind. <laughs> uh, I we do have this guy that does all the video editing and stuff. Maybe I can get him to come in on a Monday and yeah, just sit here and push buttons. That's all his job is to push buttons. And but we're off subject. Uh, we could thank we could thank the producer at the end too. Yeah, give a shout out to Ethan. Yeah, <laughs> he's not here. Uh, so you went to this conference and you did not yes. see an alligator. I recommend going to Louisiana if you want to see an alligator. Okay. Uh, not Florida. I mean, you'll see them, but I think your best chances are uh, Louisiana. Aren't uh, they the Florida Gators? Mm. I mean, it's not just a mascot. I mean, it means something, right? Because there's alligators in Florida. Yes. Right? Yes, but I... I feel like you're killing you're killing my dream here. Of I'm just seeing an I'm, alligator in Florida. I'm not day. killing your dream. I'm giving you advice to be able to see one. Oh, okay. In the wild, like <laughs> I think you had a better chance if you did it in Louisiana. Like so, okay. next time you go to Florida for this conference, drive and then uh, pull over on the side of the road in Louisiana, because you know when you leave Texas, there's like this giant bridge. That yes. takes you into Louisiana. Just pull over there, and I That's bet you, you can look into the swamps and find one. Uh, you may see some other things that you don't want to see too, but uh, just know that the clan is very strong over there in the, oh my. the swamps. Uh, I've seen it. You know, you know. I think we just spent fifteen minutes talking about alligators. Yes. Uh, where's the time? <laughs> yeah, we're we're roughly seventeen minutes in. <laughs> So we'll get back on subject. Uh, you went to the conference. Yes. Uh, you had a good time. Uh, yes. What do you think about the conference overall? I thought the conference overall uh, was, was excellent. Um, and I, you know, I think sometimes as, as, as pastors, you can go to a conference and, and you can be, you can be one of two things, right? You can be really, Hey, I want to take away something from this conference or you can be like, er, I don't, I'm, I'm jaded. I don't, I don't like what they're saying. That offends me. Right. And, um, you know, so when you, what, what to me, the mindset that I take in there is uh, if it aligns up with scripture and um, you know, it's something that I need to learn, then I'm ready to learn. And so for me, it was, it was an excellent time. There were lots of different nuggets that I took in, uh, you know, some of those nuggets that you, you toss out, but you know, taking, taking the nuggets that you can take away. And so there were, there were way more nuggets I took in than I tossed out. So um, definitely, definitely recommend it. You know, one of the things that I've advised I've got gotten over the years is that when you go to a conference, uh, three things is usually what you get out of a conference. Uh, because it's not just because you're not paying attention, but there's so much going on that, and there's so much information being thrown at you. You just get, really three three things out of a conference and uh, mm. uh i never really thought about it until we, they did we did that online conference last week and yeah it was good but i really got and i looked back and i was like oh three things and you know i wrote mm. down about four four things but about you know three that's about <laughs> your average thing the fourth one was a little bit different uh mm. it was it's more of a uh outreach thing than uh what I would do for ministry, but uh, yeah. saying that out of the three things and I'm not, you, and you may have got more than three. I'm, that's just a rule of thumb that I've been told. Uh, yeah. What was your biggest takeaway of the conference? 
Well, with with uh, with I guess the role of youth pastors and and the students that we're dealing with today, um, I kind of like looked at the schedule and tried to find the the experts on Gen Z and and whether it was statistics or whether it was just kind of psychology. Um, I really wanted to kind of focus on Gen Z, and I know that everyone's probably talking about Gen Z, and yeah. and you know Gen Z is that generation that seven to twenty seven right now, and um, some of them are in the workforce, and some of them are still in our youth groups, right? And mm-hmm. so we just, uh, I just wanted to to just try maybe grab a, grab a better grasp of what they, uh, how they think, and what they love, and and how they how they operate, and and bottom line to me was uh, Gen Z's. Like most humans, they want to be heard, right? They want to be heard uh, about about what they believe. Uh, they want to be loved, and uh, they want to experience real faith uh, because because they're very hands on. And so, um, to me, that that's like that, that's like a huge broad statement. Uh, but ultimately, it was like, yeah, Gen Z wants to be heard, loved, and they want to experience real faith. And and sometimes. Uh, Real faith looks like sharing my own personal stories where where I failed, right? Because so many times I think sometimes we tell stories about how how God has done this, He's done that, and how I've never made a mistake and I've never sinned. Well, those are that's not all true, right? You know, me as a human being, you know, I'm I make mistakes, I've failed, and I do sin, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that that I ever believe that I didn't sin. I don't think Gen Z thinks that we don't. Sin. But I'm just being authentic about our stories and about our journeys, I think is super important to Gen Z. Yeah. So we, we part of that conference last week online. And if you if you don't know what we're talking about, it's the Youth Pastors Co. Is that what it was? I think it's a, I think that's who hosted it. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, they. They did a panel for Gen Z stuff, and they that that's pretty much what they said is that you know Gen Z wants to be heard and uh, really to be loved on and experience real faith, not just you know you have a generation that uh, I've heard a lot say that they're hurt by the church, and I think that think it comes from like the. Uh, how do I say this? Like, you know, when you talk about faith and love, you know, you have an older generation that sometimes looks past them, uh, the younger generation, because, you know, they, they think they're, they, they've experienced so much that they think they know better. Mm -hmm. And even like, like when you come, like when you're in a church and you're, the what here's here's an example uh choirs have you noticed mm-hmm. that choirs aren't a real much much of a thing anymore mm-hmm. and it's because you know choirs was an older generational thing and now you everybody's gone to this i wouldn't say like rock star like more of a contemporary contemporary thing but you mm-hmm. know one of the things that and i don't and i think it's just if you add a guitar then it shuts off another generation Mm-hmm. Uh, because if like Casey, the leader worship leader here, he, he sings at least two hymns a week, uh, every week. Mm. And, you know, you still, you still got those people in the back holding their ears, but, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, it's a gener the older generation can be stubborn in in the process of uh, growth or pro progressiveness in in a church way, not like political way, but right. Um, you know, I just. Yeah, I've been really thinking about it, and the, the, that's one of the things I talked about last week was that, uh, you know, you got two stubborn generations trying to go at each, like not trying to go at each other, but try to figure each other out. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then you got the millennials in the middle that are, you know, just trying to figure it out. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I kind of, uh, I don't know if this is a good analogy or not, but I remember, I remember not, like if there was a tire to be changed, my dad took care of the tire. Right. Yeah. Um, and I didn't give it a second thought. And I taught myself how to change a tire later whenever there was necessity. Well, like Gen Z, they want to be like, they want to be turning that tire iron with you. You know, they want to learn how to do it. Uh, at least what I have found. I mean, they want to be beside you. They want to learn how to do it. Um, I mean, both my boys, they're like, dad, can we go change the tire? Well, there's no reason to change tire right now, but they just like, because I have like allowed them to come, come beside me and do it with me. It's like, they want to do it. They want to be a part of it. And, uh, they're, they're excited about it. And, um, I, I think that's, to me, that's, I think that's critical. And, and, you know, just even, uh, you know, just lobbing out there in, in the group, you know, there's about 40 students on any given Wednesday or Sunday here, but I, I make an opportunity to at closing and at, at the, at the beginning to offer the students to pray. And, you know, one of them may step up and do it. Um, maybe nobody will, but just you know, offering that, that uh, opportunity to pray uh, just, you know, just whatever opportunity offering to lead out on, on social media. Hey, do you want to take over the, uh, the student page and, and do some posts maybe every other day? And uh, the response has been great, you know, just ownership, right? You know, uh, in one of my roles here at Magic. I have uh, taken over all production, like, and mm -hmm. uh, the thing I've just as of yesterday is that if you ask students, or I have two students that have uh, they graduate this year, and both of them are seniors, so uh, mm -hmm. they have. I asked them if they were interested in joining the tech team. So right now we have we've had the same four people doing the sound live stream per presenter all for the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't want them not to have church, uh, you know, sit in church and listen. So one of the first things I've tried to put in place is to have two separate, you know, teams like team A, mm -hmm. team B, mm -hmm. that way they can sit back and not have to worry about, Oh, if I click the slide wrong or they have a Sunday where they're in sitting in the pews and not in the back row. So, mm -hmm as I was building these teams, it's like, how, how do I, who do I ask for one? And then two, um, we have a, I had a student that he just doesn't come very much. And, mm. uh, but he's a, one of those kinds that he has to have like a responsibility or a purpose to, to, to feel, like to come. And so I, I asked him about, I don't know, three weeks ago if he would be interested in joining uh, the to do the audio for the live stream. And he was like, yeah. And then he showed up. And I think for the first time since I've been here, he, he, he's been here consecutively every week. Um, 
That's awesome. And so like, like you're saying when like your kids want to change a tire, uh, and not all kids want to change tires. <laughs> Some true, of, true. Uh, but there's, but everybody wants to like to feel important at church and like, like, like your example of telling the students, uh, if you want to post something on the, the, uh, social medias, this student w- wanted a responsibility that helped the church. Yeah. And so now he's been here every week. Uh, he's not quite ready to be on his own, but he'll get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another student yesterday was like, he was like, I just said, Hey, you want to run purpose in her for church Sunday morning? And without even like thinking about it, he said, Oh yeah, I would love to. And then yeah, that's de- great. Definitely jumped in and, uh, yeah, I never even considered that, you know, give them purpose. They, they'll still keep coming because now they're being Sunday school and get to hear what, whatever we're talking about and yeah, and go into church and they have to pay attention to what's happening in church. So, yeah. And, and another big thing that we kind of talked about and this gal from, from Canada, I almost said Canada, <laughs> this, this guy from Canada, she was just like in relationships are so important to Gen Z, right? Relationships and connecting with them and talking to them. And, and for me, like in a practical sense, that just means whether it's a new student or, or a student that I don't know just yet, that's like introducing myself. That's uh, learning their name. First and foremost, I think it's so important to remember their name. I know that might be mm-hmm. difficult. Like, Oh man, I, I'm terrible at remembering names. But it's important, right? Yeah. You know, however, however that, however you can overcome that, try to overcome that. Remember their name, and remember like one detail about like what they tell you, right? If you're standing there having a conversation and you're like, uh, "Man, I'm in part of NJR, NJROTC, right?" And Wednesday, I'm going to go to Florida, and uh, we're going to be in a competition. And so, man, you just commit that to memory. You know, his name was it was X Y Z, right? And ask him about his event, and you just reconnect with that person next time you see him. And I think just that that relationship step helps build like rapport with you and that student. And they're going to want to come back and be a part of a, a group where where the leadership, whether it's you as the student pastor or one of your leaders in the group, uh, it just steps up and does that. And then like I think you can probably teach your your leadership like student wise also to start connecting with other kids, whether it's the ones that you already have or new ones that come through the door. Right, relationship is so important. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's definitely one of the things I struggle with. Uh, I actually t- we talked about this with my wife. I did uh, this past week, and you know, there's certain kids that mm. I struggle to connect with. Uh, you know, something like like comic kids, like comic like people that are into like Marvel and stuff. I and, mm. and I know you are, so I'm not trying to offend you or anything. But that's just no, not, no, no. That's not my cup of tea. Like. Marvel mm-hmm. comic comic books. I tried. I tried to get into comic books. I got real deep into the Spider Man universe, but uh, that's just not me. Well, which Spider Man? Just the universe, all of them. Okay, okay, all right, all of them. Okay, hey, there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I bought this like huge, like it was like I don't know, three inch thick of all the Spider Man comics in one. Jacob Taylor, yeah. that's pretty. Impressive right there. I tried. I really tried. And but I have a and this is something I'm working on currently. So is you that you can't read. 
Okay, you didn't have to bring that up. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> I can read. Uh, you know, c- connecting with those kids, like the ones that are in the like yeah. anime or uh, video games. I mean, I, I play video games, but we all know what I play, and it's not the same. Uh, Farm Simulator does not connect with students. I can connect with them. Uh, you know, do our do our do our listeners continue to remember that you play for Farmville? Farm Simulator. It's not Farm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought it was Farmville. Uh, I would assume so. Uh, I did try to set up playing uh, Apex with the students, and I was terrible at it. Um, I'm just not. I can I can play Call of Duty Mobile like like a champ, but I just don't connect with them. Uh, I don't connect with those students as well as I do with like the ones that are playing sports. Uh, um, because I've been there. That was, that's how I was raised. That's how I, that's what I grew up doing. So it's easy me, for me to relate. Mm-hmm. And I don't, but then you have students that are like anime or uh, dragons and uh, want to talk about ponies. And I have no connection to that. And it's hard for me to have a conversation. Like it, I struggle with having conversations about things I don't know. And anime is one of them. Because uh, the only anime I know of is Pokemon, and that's just most people don't watch Pokemon anymore. So, uh, yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, so that's. I mean, yeah, I definitely struggle connecting with that gen- group of gener of Gen Z is the uh, those types of kids students. Uh, well, there's a solution. I'm not watching. Anime. No, no, oh. there's a solution. You you recruit that leader, right, who is in that little niche market, and then they connect with the student, right? And I know we all want to connect with every single student that walks through that door, and we can on some level, but right, maybe that's maybe that's one of your student leaders' jobs, right? Hmm. You know, yeah. I do have a group leader that's into anime. Nice. There you go. There you go. Interesting. I didn't even cons- like I've heard that, but I never you know, now this podcast has turned into me thinking out loud. So, yeah. uh, yeah. well, t- for me, here's what we do on Sunday morning. And I'll tell you what epiphany I had this last week. And I think it relates to what we're talking about. Um, we have five table groups and I've got, I guess, eight, uh, seven to six students at each table. And I've got one to two adults at each table. Okay. So the room has got seven adults uh, and eight counting me. Well, last week I was thinking, because because I've asked over and over again, can I have your schedules? What are you guys doing? I'd love to come be a part of that. Or, or a leader wants to come watch you. You know, are you are you in dance? Are you in football? Are you in water polo? I don't know. What whatever you're in, please tell us, right? And I've sent text messages and I've sent emails. Do you know how many schedules I've gotten? Maybe one. Maybe one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, man, last week I was sitting in the office and I was like, I'm gonna open with what's going on. What's going on? And table leaders, your job is to ask these students, every single student at your table, whether they want to talk or not, ask them what's going on. Tell me what you're involved in. Take notes. I told the leaders, take notes, find out what they're involved in because we want to know. Ultimately, we're going to compile all that information. I want to put it on a calendar, share it with all my student leaders because I can't be at everything. You can't be at everything. But your student leaders, if you spread the load out, 
you might could be at every single event their students doing because you have a team that goes out and does it right yeah that's good so because oh my gosh we even we even took a step up i had a meeting this morning we took it a step up and we said what if what if there were other people in the church that aren't necessarily youth leaders wanted to actually go and support that student yeah whoa that's like next level let's do that baby you know just let these students know that you're there, you support them, you love them, you want to build a relationship with them, and you know, and you point them at Jesus all at the same time. Yeah, that's good because you know, students connect with your 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 youth leaders, and that's that's all they see. But then you have if you have people from a different, you know, area that they rarely see on Sunday mornings or Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. come and support them then they definitely would feel something like feel the love from not just the youth but youth department or youth ministry or student ministry sorry i know how some of you have upgraded but uh, <laughs> wait 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 you mean they would see and they would feel and they would hear the love of the church right there on that baseball field yes sir mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. how do we implicate implicate is that the right word implement implement Implement. sorry implement Um, implement that how do we make that happen well i you know one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to stick it on a google calendar and i'm going to share it with uh, my student leaders who i know are you know interested in doing that immediately and then i had another staff member who's kind of like she's like the missions staff i don't know what her job is but she's she's she is like a guru anyway she was like look if there's any spillover then i'm gonna i'm gonna recommend some of these people to look at that calendar too and see if they're interested you know and so that's kind of and if you know three of us show up to that one event cool but if we're you know like yesterday i went to a dance recital and i watched one of my students perform dance and then uh, two of my other leaders went to another house and they pulled branches. Six six students showed up and they pulled branches. So just you know, got it. it's planning, it's communication, coordination, and then put it in action. And I like that. Mm. They should make a program where you can plan things out and call mm. it and call it planning center. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they could do that. <laughs> <laughs> they I think that hmm. is that a plug. I no, they're not they're not sponsoring us, but I use Planning Center like nobody's business. So, yeah, no doubt, no I, doubt. I've been told I I use it for uh, sound stuff, but we could, man, how 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 easy would it be to just put that stuff in Planning Center and have someone like, oh, I'll go to here, and then if you have like multiple things, yeah, have it all planned out. Wow, yeah, you could you could sure do that. You could sure do that. So. Wow, what a good episode! At least, yeah. at least for me, because I just, you know, this is more of a like none of the things I said were planned out. It was just me thinking out loud, and it may not made sense, but in my head it did. So, <laughs> welcome to the journey of my inside my head. This is uh, this is just a small therapy session for Jacob. Yeah, I definitely need it, um, and and a break from my office. Uh, you know, one of the things I in my job description was to start a young adult ministry, mm. uh, and we—that's actually what I was working on this afternoon before I stopped to record. But mm-hmm. 
you know, that's Gen Z as well. So yes, I'm definitely going to be taking some of the things that we that I processed out loud in my on this podcast and using that. Uh, so if you have a young adult that's at the University of Texas, if you have a former student that is at the University of Texas. Um, and they need a place to plug in. This is a plug. Uh, Manchac Baptist Church is starting their young adult ministry April 29th with a crawfish boil. Ooh. Um, so if you have a student that is interested in joining that or needs a place to plug in, uh, send them my information. It's jacob at manchacbaptist.org, and then we can get connected. That is a plug, not paid, because, well, I guess it is because I get paid, but... Um, yeah so if you have a student in this area even if they go to texas state we we we're right in the middle between both of them so you can uh oh yeah i forget you go to you went to texas state Um, yeah and that'd be great to get i would love to get connected with one of your former students that if they're in the area and they need a place uh this i mean this is a place to be in my opinion um at least south of the south of the river South of the river, you know, I can't think of, I can't think of a more amazing student pastor to go hang out with or uh, a young adult pastor than Jacob Taylor. And, uh, you know, lead pastor Kevin, he's, he's pretty hip too. So, uh, it's a great place to be. I don't Casey, I got to meet Casey and he's, I like Casey a lot. They're new worship leader. So I don't know if they use the word hip anymore, but you're not Gen Z. So, and it just, Oh, that's, that's cap bro. Okay. Sorry, I you need to I find you need to find more friends and not your sons. Oh my gosh, I think that's still that's still a word. Cap. Yeah, cap. Yeah. I don't. Even, what does that mean? I don't know. A lie. No, is a cap. Hey. You're capping. Oh, is a lie. What did I say? I listen. I'm going to give right. you some life advice. Uh, do not use words that you don't know the meaning of. Okay, well, that's super rad, Jacob. Okay, they don't say that. <laughs> I had a for like two weeks. The middle school girls were saying uh, that slays. I'm like, okay, like I don't. That's know good, I, right? That's a good thing. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. They told me I was slaying. Yeah. My haircut yeah. was slay, so I was like, I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna appreciate it. So, but I'm not gonna repeat it. Uh, okay, okay, all right. Because you know, some of the things I said when I was a kid is now offensive. So. Um, you know, progressive uh, language is different than it was when in in the nineties. You got to watch your P's and Q's. Yeah. So, anyways, hey, what was the last song you listened to? Last song I listened to was uh, some. Oh my gosh, it's a Mercy Me and Phil Wickham song. Um, what is it called? Are you listening to Christmas music? No, <laughs> Christmas music. What does that have to do with Christmas music? They went on tour doing Christmas stuff. Doing December. Oh, no, um, it's called "Then Christ Came." Interesting. Have you have you not heard this song? I have not. Oh my gosh! This uh, "Mercy Me" opens the song up. No, is it "Mercy Me" or is it "Casting Crowns"? Gosh, I feel like I should know my P's and Q's on this. Um, but it's a, it's a really, really good song. It's mercy me and it's Phil Wickham. And the lines, the lines are like, it, 
It was only getting darker in the valley of the shadow. I was hopeless. I was hopeless. I never thought I would never ever see the day when every single chain would break or hear the voice of heaven call my name. Then Christ came. He changed everything. He took my sin away. Oh my gosh. It's just, I don't know. I've listened to it several times over the last few days. And if you haven't heard when Christ came, uh, then Christ came, sorry, by mercy me, Phil Wilkham. I think there's another version too. It's really good. I can't just do nothing but listen to it and, and, and give thanks to God. So that's what I've been listening to lately. What about you, Jacob? Uh, I don't think I have one. Actually, uh, um, this morning driving in I, again, and I said this last podcast, I was listening to Phil Wilkham's uh, wor- uh, uh, what is it called? The Worship Together thing. Uh, worship Along or something. Uh, it's oh, it's Phil Wickham sing along again. Oh yeah, but I mean, I really there's a song called Tethered on there, and I'm just like, I don't one of I don't know if anybody's uh sang it before him. I'm assuming he did. They did, but I really enjoy that song. So mm. I listened to that on my way into work uh, into the church this morning. But I don't I don't venture off of uh into other music very much. I got about five people I listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's hard for me to, but yeah, I listen to that again. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. I recommend those two. I'm going to go listen to, uh, I just realized I was playing the song on my phone, that song that you just said, and it was connected to my soundboard. So hopefully we don't get popped. I only play like 10 seconds of it. So, copyright we're not making money off of it so no 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 in fact we're we're actually we're actually pushing it we're pushing it pushing it for free free plug we're pushing it for free for free uh can we can we plug do you think we should plug so-and-so yet shout out shout out to garrett garner right now shout out to garrett garner uh we'll tell you why we'll tell you why later but small shout out right now hopefully for tackling for tackling our our problem graphic problem hopefully he gets it fixed i don't know uh you're you're the you're the hand on that one but yeah so we we kind of we 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 told garrett if garrett if you fix this we will plug you we will plug you for 52 day 52 weeks straight and we, we, we don't know we're plugging but either way shout out to garrett we love you garrett. well we have garrett gardner music that we can plug for him uh he does any uh sound upgrade any suggestions he'll talk to you about what you need for your sound uh he can also play music if you need someone for your disciple now uh the yes. gardner band is a uh a repeat from my disciple now as of right now uh until they blow up and become you know hillsong or whatever Ooh, not hillsong source subject chris um, tomlin chris tomlin maybe chris tomlin uh whatever level they become if they get there whatever so there's your plug garrett yeah garrett gardner music um that's g-a-r-n-e-r not g-a-r-e so it's gardner but jacob says gardner so yes i say gardner because that's what i used to call him and uh yeah it's just an inside thing yes <laughs> but if you were to google him it's gardner gardner gardner, gardner no d well jacob you want to do this again next week hopefully if you get your mic fixed Thank you for listening to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors 2 podcast. 
Find us, rate us, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you want to see our ugly faces, look for us on YouTube. While you're at it, give us a like on Facebook. See you next week.